Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whenever you are, welcome to Two Men with a Mic. What are your orders, General Mitch? <laughs> Stand fast, soldier. <laughs> I'm down here on the perimeter. I just Roger that. Yep. I'm out here on the perimeter, and I just wanted you to know there's no stars. Oh, they're all over here. <laughs> oh, right. You generals get the stars, and we yeah. are out there where it's all just darkness and void. Yeah. Follow the light, my son. It's cool, though. Follow the light. <laughs> I am. I am. All right. So how's the tutor dude doing? Uh, let's start with you. I want you to lead today because actually I'm I'm still sort of settling down. Although maybe I should just <laughs> lunge into it then. How are you doing, man? <laughs> um, I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. good. I mean, I'm still still fighting this damn COVID stuff. This cough is from hell, dude. I'm I I should have just kept smoking. Shit. <laughs> God, it's it's, it's never too late. It's brutal, but um, had a nice weekend, but again, tired, but uh, we, Jen and I, got to hang out. We drove up and saw Amber and took her shopping and to lunch and dinner and um, just extended our stay up there as long as we could and, you know, got home at like midnight last night and then... uh, got up and went to church it's our first time back in church in like a month of covid between jen getting it and then me getting it right and all that we you know we're gonna go infect everyone at church so pastor was you know checking on us and wanted to know when we were coming back and today was our first day back and then jen and i went out and had lunch together and so it was just it was nice just just kind of kick him back. Cool, man. Yeah. Any any uh, sign of the bullet mouth opening up there? No. Amber and I went. So I, I went up there Friday. Had to do some some work stuff. And uh, Amber and I went by and checked. Now, they took the sign down that said, like, you know, interviews between this and this and this and this and all that. So I guess they're probably in the training stage. Mm-hmm. so um i don't know when they're gonna open maybe after the holiday because it you know from the looks of it there wouldn't be a lot of people everybody leaving for the holidays mm-hmm. and stuff but but i don't know but yeah unfortunately it's still not open could he peek through the window and see what's in there uh well they had butcher paper up over the windows uh, i mean and it's dark it was kind of like dark in there so mm-hmm. i don't i don't i don't know that she really could if there's a cow hanging upside down from the ceiling, you know it's the place. Yeah. Oh, n- uh, nothing against cows. <laughs> uh, yeah. We... <laughs> they, they had a big plastic. I think that was one of the things hanging from the ceiling was a big plastic cow. And it, <laughs> and then it was like mounted to the ceiling, like standing on the ceiling, though. So it was upside down looking down at you if you looked up at it. Right. But. But was the cow upside down or were you upside down? Yeah, see, that's the question. Right. Apparently, there is no upside down. There's no up or down. That's all just... Um, well, yeah, because the earth is spinning, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, it would stand to reason, I guess. 
but yeah, it was it was nice, good weekend. I guess I could use one more day. I always say that I I just like a day of. There's not enough days for me to do everything and then get my day of rest. Mm-hmm. That seems to always be the the snag. I need a three day weekend. Yeah, that would be good. Well, now you're gonna get some days off at Christmas, though, right? Yeah, yeah. We get we we get the days off at Christmas and all that stuff, but but that feels like miles away right now, dude. Really? Yeah. Yep, that's miles away. Miles and miles. You can see for miles and miles and miles and miles? Absolutely. What you can see at the end of it, though, is like a turkey stuffing, <laughs> big, a, big, a big, beautifully decorated Christmas tree, um, late night sitting alone in the living room just looking at the twinkling lights. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah that's good stuff yeah hey you know uh you know what's cool was uh we had talked about one a a guy a long time ago i i think we talked about him on the show i don't know if we did but make a long story shorter i got a friend's request from paul van patten oh yeah i've been friends with him for a while oh well gee there you go jeez (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah but no he's still totally cool dude yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's still paul i mean we haven't talked a lot but from what i can tell um he's totally paul and that's great man <laughs> yeah good good times yeah he was a, he's a stand-up guy he's he's a cool guy and uh yeah, yeah definitely yeah. he was he was he was the kind of guy that 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 could kill you but wouldn't kill you yeah, because he knew right <laughs> from wrong. Like, and he had a he had a, he had a good heart, dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he was awesome. He, yeah, I, I I miss Paul. I'm glad I knew him when we were younger and stuff. And I'm glad to be friends with him on Facebook. We did exchange a few letters a while back, and then, as you say, like life gets in the way. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. yeah. But I'm glad he's there. I'm glad to be connected to him. So enough about my boring life. I want to know. The G-Man's back in town. How was all that? All right. I, maybe I'm loosened up now. I just, I'll, I'm never going to get over when she takes him home, which is what just happened right before I called you. You know, I, uh... I, had, I had a big, long, dude, we had the greatest day. Um, and he was so happy all, all day long. And, and if he's happy, I'm happy. That's my entire goal in life is just to bring him happiness and uh, so I took him to the top, top of the mountain and we hiked around on some trails and he's getting really good hiking and climbing. Well, wait, 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 wait. Let's back up to um, he was in Thailand for two weeks. Oh, right. Yeah. Fortunately, my ex-wife brought him home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you kind of skipped that part. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have our soap opera, right? Like I've been mentioning all the other elements on the shows and stuff. Yes, um, my my son traveled with my ex-wife to Thailand and um, did not want me going with them. (laughs) So there was a big fear amongst us. Yes, uh, as as there always has been. And like even during the divorce that she would uh, that she was a flight risk and she would just take off to Thailand. 
So um, I guess I'll add, since we've gotten into the story, my father was psychic and, um, and he never wanted to talk about it, but then I would see what he was doing and see that it, the only explanation for how he knew what he knew was like, he's psychic. And so uh, one time, like late in life, I, I finally really figured out what he was doing. And, and I was, because he would use techniques too. <laughs> um, and so I, I finally figured out what he was doing. I literally could feel him reading my mind. And so I went back to him and kind of confronted him. And I said, you are psychic. And, and he, at first he tried to like not talk about it as he's always done. But I just, I was like, you're psychic, dude. I know that you are. And then he said, okay, okay. I just, I pick up flashes. And that was as much as he like ever spoke of it. Um, and then I've talked to family members and stuff and supposedly like there's some psychic stuff in the family. And anyway, um, so before my ex-wife left me, she was being super unpleasant. And, um, and so there was tension between us and, and uh, we were taking care of my dad, God rest his soul, who was bedridden. But one day he said to me, she will take your son to Thailand and never return. And uh, it was like a psychic moment. I was like, oh my God, dad's psychic. And he just said like, she's gonna go take, and to be honest, she had said that to me, like that she just wanted to go back to Thailand with our son and, and that would be it. So uh, I was very worried about that. And it was the thing that was, um, a part of the uh, divorce paper stuff that I had to go through um, where I had to designate her as a flight risk. And um, so anyway, then she's like, I want to go to Thailand. I'm like, okay, I'm coming though. And then it started with, yes, you can come. And then slowly deteriorated through a series of excuses into you're not going to go. And so it was, I felt like an enormous risk, but I, um, I did decide to just let them do it. I, 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 she had to fill out all these papers with the courts and all this stuff. And I just figured my buddies at the CIA would bring my son back if there were an issue. <laughs> We'd send in SEAL Team 6. That's right. They do it, man. They, they like us, I'm pretty sure. But uh, anyway, um, so yeah, she did go to Thailand. I was kind of nervous the whole time. I, I will say to her credit, she was very good while she was there about letting me have a video call with my son every day. And she would text me every day too and send photos. So, um, you know, she was good. And then she came back. So uh, when did they come back? That was uh, Thursday. Wednesday or Thursday, right? Oh yeah. They came back Wednesday, but they were both destroyed by the trip, which is I think between 20 and 24 hours of travel. And uh, so I went and saw a, uh, gallon first thing Thursday morning and then later I picked him up from school and we had the afternoon together and uh, then we had dinner together at um, my wife's place ex-wife's place and then he spent the night on Friday night and it, I, it just it warms my heart dude but he was so happy to be back with me and so happy to be back in this house he was just all smiles for basically like 
uh, as long as he was conscious. And he just ran all around the house, gleefully laughing and giggling and playing with stuff and all around the backyard, just smiling at me and smiling at this place. Like I, one thing on his big trip, he definitely was homesick and he really missed me and he really missed this place. And he, and he very much expressed that to me. Um, uh, and then today too, that was the same vibe. Like we had a fantastic day together and we went up to the top of the mountain and I'm just so amazed um, at how adept he is. I mean, he's very athletic and strong and um, you know, he, he's like rock climbing and stuff already, even though he's just a little kid. And I was, so it was really fun. And, and he was just gushing with like, um, warmth for me and happiness over the situation. So it was a great day. And then my ex-wife comes to pick him up and takes him home. <laughs> yeah, not, but, not the fun part. That's so, yeah, I, I got on the phone with you right after they left. And so that's when my heart sinks. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, um, did he notice the uh, photos and stuff he had put on the walls of you and him? He did. Yeah, he did. He's the Fonz kid, so he always plays it cool. As yeah, he, yeah, he kind of does. He's the Fonz kid, but um, but so but uh, there were like several little asides where he kind of let me know that he was very aware of it, but he was trying to be cool about it. <laughs> <laughs> good. So, what about Oliver? How uh, how are he and Oliver doing? They're doing good, and man, they had some magic moments together. Um, it's I have a new cat, a new kitten, and then I, I have um, my wonderful son. And I really I, I'm so happy. I mean, you know, Oliver's the family cat. But really, my my thinking was like I'm getting him for my son so that they can interact and grow up together and stuff like that. Um, although I, but I love that cat. He is a great cat. And <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, they, they, there was a very funny moment where I have a um, a pinwheel kind of an electric. A I, I guess you'd call it a pinwheel, like an electric pinwheel. And uh, what's uh, what is that? I don't I don't know what you mean. Well, or what do you do? You know what a pinwheel is? Is that what it's called? Well, there used to be pinwheel cookies. Pinwheel? Did I just call it a pinwheel? Oh yeah, no. but, but but you know those things like you get at a fair. And then they blow in the wind and spin around. Oh, like like the little colorful, almost like a windmill. But yeah, okay, yeah, pin pinwheels, right? They're like okay. they're like kind of uh, all flowerishly looking things that are on a plastic stick, and you blow on them, and they spin in a circle. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's all there's all different kinds, and then, right, yeah. Like if you hold it up in the wind, it'll spin. Right, right, right. Okay, it's like yeah, a propeller kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. So I got him one that lights up and, and then when it spins, it's kind of dazzling. It, it's sort of mesmerizing actually, if you stare at it. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit every time you look at it. <laughs> so don't stare at it and walk at the same time. Yeah. Don't you must that. be in a seated position. And don't before. even try bubble gum while you're doing it. Yeah. You're going to end up choking on that when you get the dimensional rift. <laughs> Well, but so it's sort of priceless, though, like you have a kitten on one side and you have a baby boy on the other side and um, they're looking at this spinning lighted pinwheel. And so from my son's side, he's trying to put his tongue into it. And then, <laughs> and then, and then from the cat's side, 
he's trying to put his paw into it and they were both they were both coming at it at the same time <laughs> i was thinking like uh, like why do we always want to put our tongues in fans uh, i know huh it's yeah. a thing though dude everybody knows that it's it's yeah. like or, a, a or, or, or why do people put their tongues on a pole when it's frozen? Mm-hmm. I mean, why your tongue? But but I do believe everyone has that compulsion. Like, yeah, you're but... like, oh, there's ice on the pole. And, I, you know, I wonder what it would be like to lick that. But, <laughs> but dude, I remember my, my parents giving us, like, real, like, talkings to, do not go near, do not put your tongue in the fan. <laughs> 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 You may see a fan and be drawn to the fan, but do not put <laughs> Stay away the from the fan. Yeah. But so I was thinking, here's my little son, though, and um, there he is doing what we all did, though, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, but, and, then, and then the cat's coming at it from the other side. That was great. I was trying to get a photo, but it was, like, impossible. That's cool, he has said to me to stop taking photos and live my life. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I, I, have this I have said that to you many times be yeah, a I, part I, of it right. not an observer of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> well so, I know so you were you a part of it you just started spinning the fan so they could they could put their paw and tongue in it yeah i mean i'm <laughs> i'm the i'm the entertainer i'm running around trying to entertain both of them so we're uh, it's it really as you've been here you know i just chase him around i just follow him and wherever he goes i follow him and then try to keep him entertained <laughs> so did um uh, <laughs> Now, something unique about about Mike's cat uh, is that it actually plays fetch. My dog won't even play. Yeah. Fetch. Well, my dog will sugar the sugar the dog. If you throw the ball, the dog will go get the ball, but it doesn't bring you the ball. It it runs around you. It runs in circles, and then yeah. it takes it over somewhere else, and you have to go get it and throw it again. Yeah. But. But your cat actually plays fetch the right way. I do think he's a highly intelligent cat because um, he is just a kitten. But yeah, he brought me the ball and I was like, OK, I'm going to throw this. And, you know, if he goes for it, we'll be able to play fetch. And so I threw it and he brought it right back. And I was now he's starting to do it's funny, like cats have the attitude, you know. And so he's doing that thing where like first he would bring the ball all the way back to me. <laughs> and then slowly but surely he'd come just like a little like but like put the ball a little farther away from me a little he's far- all training you yeah he's all like, I'm like you're not training me, this ball. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna train you to come get this ball he goes he's he's going back to all his cat friends hey watch it i'm, I'm gonna train this human I mean, and he's gonna come play fetch he's gonna come get this <laughs> ball and throw just- it for me I'm a small kitten, one one hundredth his weight. But watch, I'll I'll get him off the couch. Watch this. <laughs> Where's Mufasa when you want to show him? It's true, dude. And then uh, he does all that cat stuff where he basically takes over whatever you're doing. So if I'm typing on the keyboard, then he jumps on the keyboard. If I try to draw a picture, then he jumps on the picture. Um, and then, but the, he did the funniest one last night. Like I put my head on the pillow and then like, but if I got up for one second and he jumped on the pillow, like, all right, this is my pillow. <laughs> you snooze, you lose. That's his new thing is like run to the pillow before I get there. <laughs> <laughs> 
it is what I love about cats, though. They are spirited animals. And then I just, I don't, they have a funny attitude where they're always doing that stuff. Blessings to you, Oliver. I know you're listening to me. I love you. <laughs> yes, I'm a grown man telling my little kitty I love him. <laughs> you go, boy. So did um, uh, Gowan um, throw the ball or anything? Did, did you tell him about playing fetch? Um, it hasn't gone that far. Honestly, oh. he was so delighted to be back in this house. He was just occupied the whole time, playing with different stuff, bouncing on the beds, um, just running room to room. And and so it kind of, that situation hasn't quite added up. There was a moment when they first met and Gallon was like, what the hell is this? Uh, Dad, there's some rat in here. Yeah, kind of. I mean, he didn't know what to make of it. And then the kitty was kind of like all over him. But then the kitty was a little mystified by, you know, there there was an adjustment moment. Did they have like a stare down? <laughs> I took a picture of it. I thought I texted it. To you, you did. You did. I, yeah, I got that moment where they were looking at each other like, who are you? Yeah. Who are it's, you? <laughs> you, need to, you need to play some Clint Eastwood music. <laughs> it's funny, though. He's a great cat, though, because he, he followed. It's what I wanted. Like um, an active cat that would like um, involve himself with my right. son. And he does. He, he follows them all around and, and tries to like play with whatever he's what playing. What you should do is like uh, tie a little, a, a little, a long piece of yarn with a ball on the end of it to the back of Gowan. And then when Gowan runs from room to room, the cat will chase the ball around. They both went after, <laughs> they both, they both went after the laser light red pointer thing. that thing's mysterious man if you're a little kid and all of a sudden there's this red dot going along like get the dot get the dot come on Oliver get the dot (laughs) it's on your side no it's on your side yeah it's over there wait wait, oh man I feel so bad so I have several psychedelic lights in the house and uh, once again, it's really for my son. Like I, 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 when he's not here, I don't really turn him on. But then when he's coming over, like it's a big fun land over here. I turn on these psychedelic lights. And um, so usually like if I'm going to pick him up from school, I'll turn him on before I go. Because then right away when we walk into the house, it's all like fun land, you know, with all the lights going and stuff. Yep. And um, so... It was the first time I was away from this kitten for any amount of time, really. And, you know, he is just a kitten and he's really bonded with me. And uh, and that's something, you know, I mean, animals don't like it when you leave, but especially him being so little, I, I was afraid it would bug him. And so I, I took off thinking that I would be right back um, and then we'd, you know, be in the psychedelic lights together, me and my son and my kitten. And um but then uh, just life got in the way. <laughs> that damn life. And before I knew it, the plan was altered and I was over at my ex-wife's house having dinner with them. But so the, the kitten was left in here for um, several hours with those lights on. And, uh, <laughs> and, and it's all, I didn't come back. It's all drooling on itself. It's sitting in the corner. I can't take it. I can't take it. Well, apparently, yeah, those lights freaked the cat out. Um, I, 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 I don't know. Like, there was an extra loud when I came home. <laughs> and then I was like, I didn't quite figure it out. But then, like, I left one of the lights on. And then I was laying down in front of it. And um, 
And then the cat wanted to come and climb on my chest. And, uh, but the light was right there. And I could see that the, the cat was like, you know, like it hunched down and started right. creeping up really slowly. And I was like, oh no. This... Was all its hair out and his, all the hair on its tail flipped yeah, out. Yeah, it was funny. And his eyes were like squinted. Like he was just like, I'm going to kill that light. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's going down. I must kill the light. <laughs> it was exactly that. But uh, and then I realized, oh, no, those lights freak him out. Like, I never would have thought that they're, they're like these harmless like disco lights or something, you know, just totally goofy for my son, you know. But the cat was like, it's a vortex. <laughs> <laughs> the wall just opened up into light. Oh. I think the cat's already having some trouble because all you know, how every pet owner, their cat or their dog will have that moment where all of a sudden they look into space. And you look there and, and you don't see anything at all, but they are like staring at something. Yeah. And sometimes they'll do like that thing where they crouch down like they're going to fight and like creep up on it. I mean, that's what my kitten's doing here in the house. And um, I'm just like, I, 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 it's got to be a ghost of a cat. Like, I, I'm guessing that we've, my family's always had cats. So many cats have lived their lives in this house and many are buried in the backyard. And you don't want to be buried in Pet Cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that song? I don't yeah. Want to be buried. Oh, anyway. um, uh, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I think the cat's having supernatural experiences already. They say animals can see spirits. If you start studying spirituality, a lot of spiritual teachers will say uh, dogs and cats can see spirits and sometimes into other dimensions and things like that, which explains some of that stuff. So, yeah, I mean, first there's like ghost cats um, and then next the wall is exploding in the psychedelic light. <laughs> <laughs> Poor cat's already like gone through two tours in Vietnam or something. Yeah. <laughs> cat's all like, I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Take me back to PetSmart. <laughs> Take me back to PetSmart. It's funny. He looked. It looked like that movie Poltergeist, where they go into the light. The way he was approaching it, like he's like, "I'm so, going into the light." <laughs> is he wearing a? It. <laughs> is he wearing an army hat now? <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> that would be funny though. Comes out in full, full, full metal jacket, right? Just all gunned up and flak jacket and helmet with a pack of smoke strapped on the outside and uh, written on there like born to be kitten or instead of born to be kill, kill. born to, to be a kitten yeah <laughs> but anyway that's what's been going on with me i'm so that's delighted cool. my son's back and he is too and he's never shown me more affection and so that's it's very gratifying for me that's awesome i'm also on our on our on our uh adventure to davis yesterday um jen had to stop at seas candy you know of course it's it's that time of the year right so you gotta do the secret santas at work and you know and i'm getting you know the gonna give uh some you know gift cards and stuff to some of the people that work for me you know at work and stuff like that so we were getting those kind of presents but we stopped at C's candy well i didn't go in but her and amber went in and uh they came back and they gave me a bag of fudge 
So um, I've been sitting here while we're talking. I've been eating this bag of fudge from Seas Candy. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah. Hadn't had it in a while. It's good. And then you start eating that, you know, and then it's like, oh, man. Dude, I <laughs> forgot about Christmas shopping. You forgot about Christmas <laughs> <laughs> I got to No, but it's going to be crazy now, right? Uh, it wasn't that bad today or this weekend, but I mean, we weren't really doing that. I mean, I was just getting, um, I got some cards, you know, for there's only, you know, there's only a, I'm not giving it. I mean, I got like a lot of people underneath me, but I'm, you know, just my direct managers and stuff. So I'm, you know, only doing like six or, cause I can't afford to do, you know, all 60 or 30 or whatever people, you know, but um so i just got a few things are you guys gonna make a when your annual photograph card i i don't think so really i don't i I think i don't know what happened well i i shouldn't say i i I don't know i mean i you know i really don't do any of that so i don't know i i guess not i guess we're i shouldn't say we i didn't do any of it ever but uh I I I don't think so. I don't think we I think we just ran out of time. Uh, Life got in the way. I look forward to those, dude. You I always, know. I'm always sorry. do a family portrait, show how you're doing, how you guys look here in 2022. Yeah. Year of our Lord, 2022. Yeah. It. it uh, no, life just got in the way. Sorry, dude. Um. Yeah. Usually, my wife finds a photo of you know maybe the grandkids or the kids it's not you know or something and and then we kind of or well i shouldn't say we she puts together a a family update you know kind of recapping what's going on with all the different you know because it's it's hard to keep track of everybody's everything right so at least if you send out a a you know postcard with a couple photos on it and then you put a recap on the back yeah and and all that it's nice right he's like hey you know here's here's what's going on and that sort of thing but yeah i i think uh with basically i think covid killed it because that's when she you know that's the timing right you got to do it like right around thanksgiving you gotta like put it together because then she orders it through like shutterfly (laughs) And it and it takes them like, you know, a week or two. So then she gets it, you know, right around the tenth or something like that. And then she mails them out, and then everybody gets them by Christmas, you know. So Christmas yeah, and New Year's, but yeah, it's a I, gesture, dude. I have um, yeah. several of those cards just like floating around the house. I think yeah, in the refrigerator still. One's yeah. on the table. So sorry to disappoint everyone, but you know. 2023 when we're we're not the house of COVID. Two Men with a Mic is produced at Close on a Hanger Studios. You can reach them at the number two menwithamic.com.